I'm coming, my baby. Forget a crocodile burger, my baby. Show you a lick, now you working, my baby. Welcome back, our lovely listeners, and happy Monday. Hello. Um, it's just us. Yeah, and Katie Adler will be joining us in a little bit to talk about Oscar nominations, but first, we're going to talk about music. Okay, well, let's start off talking about music. Um, I, I don't even think it's worth going through the charts today because they are exactly the same as they were last week. Except okay, so for, don't do it. Well, I have, okay, well, let me. Okay, so for what? Except for ABCDFU by Gail went up to number six. Which oh, is I thought you were going to say that it's, that it's gone. No, it is, is climbing. Good for her. She's 17. Um, oh, we wow. don't talk about next- Bruno Next Billie Eilish. The next Billie Eilish, because Billie Eilish has aged out, as we know. <laughs> yeah, and Kanye hates her now, so And she's Kanye over. hates her, so she's fucking over. <laughs> Gail is 17. <laughs> Gail! Yeah. Um. Yeah, literally, oh, Need to Know by Doja Cat hit the top 10. It's number 10 right now, but yeah. Oh, really? We need I feel to like that Bruno. was a long time ago, but I guess it's TikTok. Okay, well, the music world is dead. There's nothing interesting going on. Um... Today, a bunch of Austrian teenage boys asked me and Eleanor, this person. <laughs> Do I have to contextualize Eleanor? Okay, yes. so today I was skiing. Can you, can you talk about, like, where you are and why you're there? Yeah. Well, yeah, if you ever ask me a question about myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but today at Opera Ski, we were sitting with a bunch of, like, 20-year-old boys who are Austrian. And they asked me and Eleanor, like, what kind of music we liked. And... Um, I just kept repeating over and over again, Eleanor likes really weird music, and (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, I kind of put her on blast, and I couldn't even name anybody that I like, because I don't listen to any music anymore, and then one of them asked me if I liked Pop Smoke, so I guess Pop Smoke, postmortem, has made his way to the Austrian Alps. To Central Europe. They like Dua Lipa too. Yeah, everyone likes Dua Lipa. What do you mean you don't listen to music anymore? What are you talking about? I don't know the last time I went on Spotify to listen to music. Uh, not even like Drake. No. That's that's um, concerning. That's suspicious. Last, I'm trying to think if like something came out recently that I had to go listen to. Uh, no, I think the last time I listened to music was when I was on an airplane. When I'm on an airplane, I listen to music (laughs) sometimes. Usually, when I'm on an airplane, I fly into New York a lot, and so I listen to Welcome to New York by Taylor Swift when I land Mm. on an airplane. Over and over again until we land, because I get really stressed out. Oh, I love, like, timing my songs to, like, when I'm landing. But my song for that is... My song is Reality by Grimes. Demo. Oh, I do a lot of Reality by Grimes, too. Yeah, that's a good, like, landing at night song. Actually, I listen to music. This is a very rare occurrence when I was cooking the other day because when I'm conceptualizing a new film project, I make a playlist (laughs) about it. And so um, I was listening to my playlist, some Cocteau Twins. (laughs) Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't and, really uh, listen to the Cocteau Twins. What else is on that playlist? I can tell you. It's some good stuff. No, I try to branch out. Oh, it's um, the best song ever 
is by One uh, Direction. No, the best song ever oh. is "Devil in Disguise" by Elvis Presley. I don't actually know that. I don't know anything. About you would Elvis know it Presley. if you heard it. And "True because Blue" by Madonna. You like that song? It's just on the playlist. I'm surprised. Well, I just it's like such a. I think it's kind of um, it sounds silly and like gimmicky to say that you do that that you make a playlist like to go coincide with a movie or something mm-hmm. but i actually think it's quite no I, I do that all the time i listen yeah to, i listen like certain like i like have to it's so helpful to brainstorm like the time that i have the most ideas is like while i'm like taking in something that had to be made through a lot of ideas you know mm-hmm. So you so, lied to the Austrian teenage boys and you do listen to music. Um, I told the Austrian teenage boys that I listened to... Well, we asked them if they knew what Grimes was and they didn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't know Grimes or Lana Del Rey. They didn't know Lana Del Rey? Weird. Well, they weren't like listening that hard to me. But <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to ask them about that. But they said Kanye and Drake. Mm-hmm. Oh, but they've listened... They, Megan The Stallion has made it to Austria. They listen mm. to Megan The Stallion here. That's good. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Not even the big cities. Oh, are you excited for Kim Petras' new album, though? No. You but saw I saw Kim her Petras live last night? Last night. She did a little bar crawl through WeHo, um, and everyone was talking about the album that I didn't listen to, and then she played, like, four songs from it. Um, and then I was going around being like, why didn't she play the hits? <laughs> was Dr. Link there? Were, yeah. He got me a drink. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was like promoting it, so she didn't play anything old. But um, there's one song called Throat Goat, which is about sucking penis. And then um, that was cool. She was just like vibing. Like she was just like, she had pasties on and was like running around the stage, like just like emceeing basically. It wasn't really a performance. Um, but she has an amazing voice. Like she wasn't even really singing, but like I've seen her, like she... Her actual performances, like, she has this crazy, crazy voice. But, um, music is dead. <laughs> okay. So, we sure. have resident Oscars and award season correspondent expert Katie Adler on the pod today to run Hello. us through the Oscar nominations. I mean... So, you realized yesterday that, uh, of all the Best Picture nominees, I had seen one, and there are 12 of them. There's ten of and, them. Oh, sorry, I, I was thinking of how many. Oh, I was thinking of how many uh, nominations Power of the Dog got, um, which was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. Um, there's ten of them, so I've seen ten. I had seen ten percent, and Katie and Libby had seen three. I'd seen five, I think. I've seen pretty good. Yeah, you've seen half. Some people have seen none. And uh, and for the record, I live in Hungary. This is like when when a few kids are in a trench coat on top of each other. Mm-hmm. You're in, okay. <laughs> this is the gummy bear demonstration. The gummy bears are, are stacked. <laughs> they're they're human eating, but vertically. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I would have seen hungry, more. You live in a Soviet country that doesn't have access to internet or something, so you can't watch all. I would have tried. Yeah, I tried to watch Licorice Pizza and I couldn't. So, they don't allow okay. um, movies about. San Fernando Valley nostalgia in Europe. I think that there's definitely movies in theaters, but they have Hungarian subtitles on them where they're dubbed. And, I, and that's I don't how know. they're dubbed. Oh. And I don't I really have time. 
I could go on like a Sunday, but actually things are never open on Sundays. Like it, it is right. really limiting. I'm going to become an AMC Stubbs member, so I have to start watching more movies in theaters. Good for you. AMC yeah. was the first place to hire me. That was my first job. As a popcorn server? Yeah, I burnt every batch of popcorn that I ever made that summer. Why did you need a job if your parents have big <laughs> money? <laughs> you're cutting that. I'm not. Wait, were you hired as a, as a cashier there? Like a do- like a, an usher? Yeah, the title was film crew. Yeah, I was gonna no, say I'm not giving tours. Well, <laughs> no, this was summer after I graduated from high school. So before I started college, I wanted a job, and I didn't want to work at a country club because I didn't want to be outside. I didn't want to be the a summer only camp counselor. Is country club. Well, no, that was like what everyone did. You either went to a country club and you were outside all day, or you were a camp counselor and you were outside all day. And you guys have seen me, and I get burnt in like two seconds. So I didn't feel like doing that or like putting on sunscreen all summer. And I like movies, as you know. So I worked at the movie theater and they would have us rotate. So like at first I was working the concession stand and then I was doing box office and then I was like ripping tickets and then I was also cleaning theaters. And people so, like those things so dirty, messy, nasty. I know. And you know, yes. what we learned about me recently was that uh, I didn't, I learned like a couple months ago that you're not supposed to leave all your shit in the movie theater. Yeah, people, I always I tell you that. People you don't know You that. always do that and I always tell you not to. I've been doing it my entire life. I didn't know that wasn't okay. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't you ease someone's job by putting it into a bin instead of leaving it there? Because in one scenario, someone doesn't have to pick it up, and in another one, they actually do. That's just how the cookie crumbles. Well, people don't realize that, but then some people I that I work with would drag the garbage out and like put it in front so like everyone, when they got up out of their seats, would see us at the front of the theater with the garbage, and then they would think, like, oh, I should pick up my garbage, because... They would think, well, these two people, if I don't do it, are going to be responsible for doing it. Humanize the docents. Exactly. I would see the, the garbage, the garbage bags, and be like, oh, they're going to come. They're literally about to come make their rounds through the rows. So just leave it there because, like, you not- lack, you lack empathy. Yeah, I'm a sociopath. That was the least annoying thing to me. What drove me crazy? A empath. I hate no, it when people would just not. like spill the popcorn. That was annoying. But anyway, you should get AMC stubs. It's actually like a good deal, I think. Yeah, I need to see more movies. Wait, Nick, speaking of jobs, didn't you go into the office this week? I went back into the office on Wednesday. And it marked almost two years since I first started working in an office. Wait, what day did you go in? Wednesday. And then did you go in every day? I went in on Thursday, and then I went in on Friday. And then I realized no one was at the office on Friday. So I went home. And then I got a donut. Did you like it? I like being in the office. I'm more productive. No, the donut. Oh, the donut? Yeah. <laughs> I actually yeah. don't know which one she meant. The donut was great. Um, so you're in the Alps. No, you went home. Mm-hmm. You're in Hungary again. Yeah. And you drove. Mm-hmm. So are you worried about Russia invading? Um, <laughs> I was talking. Your country. Uh, yeah. Um. No, but... Like, obviously they weren't shooting movies in Ukraine anyways because it's an, an unstable and extremely corrupt and, and, like, not safe country, but it's close to Hungary, so I was just like, you know... It's not that close to Hungary at all. It's not that close? Oh, okay. I don't think so. I'm just assuming that all those countries are close to each other. 
In my head. The, the thing is, is that everything, everything east of Hungary is huge. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Wait, I'm so wrong. Are they right next to each other? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they actually touch each other. They share a border. I'm I'm probably like, I'm still probably like five hours from it. So you could literally be in two weeks' time. You could be five hours by car. From I'm Russia. I'm two I'm two hundred. No no no. I'm two hundred miles from the westernmost border of Ukraine of the Ukraine, but I'm um I'm two thousand I'm two thousand miles from the easternmost border of Ukraine. I'm a twenty three hour drive away from the easternmost oh, wow. border of Ukraine. That's like two thirds away across the U S. The Ukraine lengthwise is a twenty hour Massive. drive. I mean, but it's if a they huge... get taken over, you would be a neighbor to Russia. Ukraine's huge. It's crazy. That's crazy. Okay, so you're fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know how that works when you start to take over a country that that's that big. It's. I'm sure, I mean, I don't know how an invasion of a country works either. Well, that's what I was saying is, like, if we're going to be fighting on the ground... Well, we're not going to be fighting because we're not going to touch it. Dude, if somebody's fighting, we're fighting. No, we don't get involved because we don't, like, care. If we're there right it. now. I know, but we're, they're going to pull out. They're not going to fight with... You can't fight with Russia because then it cuts... Like, then we bomb each other and, like, the end of the world happens. I mean, we're probably going to help them in some way. Like, there's going to be some kind of involvement because that's what we do. The thing is, if they take over the Ukraine, they're going to be quite into Europe as we just they're gonna be quite up. close well they're gonna be your little neighbor now I don't think you or I know anything but Katie is acting like she knows stuff but won't tell us what stuff about I know I know so much less than everything you guys just said then why are you the... shaking your head it, as if we're saying something dumb and wrong no I was just laughing at the topic being discussed on the pod because I feel like it comes out of left field well, it's irrelevant because Libby lives in the in the Soviet Union. It's, it's, it's top <laughs> of mind. It's 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 relevant because Libby's a creative living working in the entertainment industry, living in the Eastern Bloc. Mm-hmm. And that's they important. must shoot some stuff in the Ukraine. Yeah, they must shoot movies everywhere. Um, well, the other war that's happening across the pond between Kanye and Kid Cudi. Not between Kanye and Kid Cudi. I haven't been following this. It's Kanye and Pete Davidson. I think it's actually really funny. And I love seeing a text from Pete to Kanye being like, nothing but love. Like, all Wait, he said that? Kid. You're not up to date. Oh, because he deleted his grid. He posted it this ha- like an hour ago. Oh, really? Wait, who did? Kanye on Instagram. It's a I text from Pete that. Davidson that's like so poorly cropped you can't see the whole thing. Being like, um... Because Pete posted an Instagram being like, you'll never meet my kids. And it's Pete being like, I would never come between you and your kids. I hope one day we can all be friends. Wait. What? Are you checking Where's the text one, though? It's the photo of him with Machine Gun Kelly, and then you have to swipe. (laughs) Oh, my God. Kanye keeps being like, no one's ever listened to Machine Gun Kelly. (laughs) I love the edits. They're so funny. They're really funny. God, like, usually really... I, I wouldn't care about this beef at all. Like, it makes me look... Kanye, I just can never engage with ever. But once I started seeing the, like, Venom 2 poster <laughs> remade as him and Pete Davidson, <laughs> like, I had to get in on it. Because that's so... F- Who's doing the edits for him? The best part is that he tagged Bob Iger's fan account. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, in which post? He tagged the one that was West versus Davidson, the Venom themed Photoshop one. Bob Iger Stan account is tagged because he's saying, you know, the kids don't listen, don't watch Marvel, but they listen to me. Wait, wasn't Venom Sony? Am I crazy? It doesn't matter. (laughs) Am I? Yes, Venom is Sony because Venom is in the Spider Man universe. Do you think Kanye will ever get an Academy Award? Has he ever been nominated for one? I don't. Not that I know of. I don't think so. I mean, people liked the documentary series about him. I think three, like, 90-minute movies. So I don't know how that would be eligible for awards, but I'm sure they'll push for something. But I don't think he's actually affiliated with it. Mm. But I think at one point he was. He had, like, videographers follow him, and it's from specifically, like, the years 2003 to 2005. And I think they were in some sort of dispute over who owned that footage and they got the footage back and so it's not like he he's against it but it's not he's not an ep on it or something right and he wanted approval over the final cut before they screened it and i don't think they gave it to him he posted that on instagram also (laughs) i'm glad he's using his platform yeah i mean we can go straight to the source with him so what did you watch Yesterday and what was the yesterday one thing I watched already seen? the Power of the Dog and then I watched the Lost Daughter and I loved the Power of the Dog. Of course, I liked it too. I really liked it. I like when things are in an austere <laughs> setting. New Zealand, so my favorite when, word. I like when when they film a movie in New Zealand, but they convince you it's in Montana. Dust is dust, baby girl. In nineteen twenty-five or something. Yeah. Right? I think that we should um, just go through sort of the categories instead of just, you know. Okay, what category would you like? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start bottom up then. I really can only speak to, like, acting. And I can s- speak to things. Don't worry about it, baby girl. Start. Okay, hun, I'm going to scroll to the bottom of this EW <laughs> article <laughs> that says all of the nominees. You want to start with visual effects? And you're gonna speak to it while you show us a gummy bear stuck to your finger. I'm trying. I'm. I'm. No, I don't care about VFX actually. Okay, well, I that's the one nomination about... that Spider-Man got. Oh. So, Best some picture. people care. No, I got <laughs> visual effects. I think that's the only one I got. Okay, now one that I know you like is production design. Read them. Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power <laughs> of the Dog. The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. You should not be allowed to be nominated for a production design Oscar if there is a big top anywhere in the movie. Wait, define big top? A big top. A circus tent. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) If if I spy a big top or a funhouse mirror. Is that the industry name for a tent? Under the big top. What? You guys know what a big top? No, I don't. You're making up words. No, the big top. You're the first person I've heard say this. (laughs) We need to do a poll because I've never heard that expression. The big top. Wait, now now I'm rethinking it. Like, I feel like, yeah, it's the big top. So you didn't like the production design in Nightmare Alley, is what no, you're saying? She, she just thought it was unfair because it's a circus, so obviously the production... I just think, like, every top. circus has that's ever been on film has looked the exact fucking same. 
what's a circus? How many ways can you make a circus? I mean, how many different ways can you make an Oval Office? People do it differently all the time. Do they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They all make their own. Yeah, I would know. Oh, in real actually. life. No, what? in <laughs> Dream Candyland. <laughs> well, we're talking about movies, so I thought you were talking about oh, oh, the Oval I mean... Office on, on film and television. On screen yeah. and stage. No, I just think that, like, the circus is the most uninspired setting of all time. And I hate that aesthetically. And it's sad to me. And I did watch the first 20 minutes of Nightmare Alley last night before my internet cut out. And I'm so glad it did. Okay, well, they still got the nomination. But that's what I'm saying is, like, it feels like they would nominate any big top. Did you watch Nightmare Alley, Katie? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. And I don't really have an excuse now that it's streaming. I need to, I want to watch it because I... Because Bradley's little... I kid, have this feeling it? that because Libby hates it so much, I will like it. It's actually really gross and nasty and disgusting and scary at the beginning. Ew. Libby, The Greatest Showman did not get nominated for production design. Well, this was years ago, but I'm saying that's like the circus movie I can think of, and it didn't get the nomination. What about The Prestige? <laughs> what? That's the What about top. the music video for Hurt by Christina Aguilera in which her father is at the circus watching her? Perform. Lady Marmalade actually is kind of and Lady Marmalade and, is and that actually and that actually won the Oscar, didn't it? <laughs> is Moulin Rouge a circus movie though? No. No, it's cabaret. It's a burlesque music uh, music video. It's a burlesque film. Yeah, but the cabaret. second top, the second Christina puts a top hat on, it becomes circus, <laughs> which only happens in the Moulin Rouge music video. Wait, it was not Moulin Rouge was nominated for Best production picture. design. Well, yeah, but I'm seeing if it won. No, the song Lady Marmalade won. And that went number one. I don't think it was nominated from what I'm Googling. What was not... Lady Marmalade? Won the Oscar. (laughs) Did it? I swear to God it won the Oscar. I'm looking, I'm looking. I think it won the Oscar. I'm simply... Wasn't that... What what movie? Wasn't it Moulin Rouge? It It didn't. Okay, so it didn't. And I don't know how to tell that to you. (laughs) I think it's 2000... (laughs) Okay, what it one? Won best, Moulin Rouge won Best Costume Design and Best Art Direction. Yeah, both of them were ba- Baz's wife. She has the Catherine? most Oscars of any Australian, I think. Proud of her. Lady Marmalade did not... Win the Oscar. Win the Oscar, but that's what you were I saying. Was shocked, I was shocked to hear it won the Oscar, too. So Shocked because it didn't happen. <laughs> so what, what won that year? Um, what was it, 2002? 2002 Oscar original song. Oh, I'm seeing If I Didn't Have You by Randy Newman from Monsters, Inc. God damn it. (laughs) Is that right? Uh, Well, we're going with it. Anyway, we can go to the next category. So then makeup and hairstyling, which you certainly have thoughts on. We have Coming to America, Cruella, which we love. Dune. Well, I think... Is that makeup and hairstyling should not be one category uh, when, in fact, they're two completely different departments. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's interesting. That's a good point. I mean, it's kind of that funny thing where, like, I guess a lot of people who don't know things might think, like, oh, yeah, they're two different things, but there's probably a head of both of them that oversees both of them. But that's not true. Whenever that category wins, the head makeup stylist and the head hair person go up and accept it together because they're two different things. 
Yeah, that is interesting. I'll just finish saying the nominees. It's The Eyes of Tammy Faye and then the one nomination for House of Gucci. Yes, which Without, is the for wigs, right? Makeup and hairstyling. Right, for wigs. For Lady Gaga's wigs specifically. I mean, deserving. That's the only nom that Gucci got, right? Yeah. A hairstylist couldn't do makeup and a makeup stylist couldn't do hair. and Unless they could. <laughs> what if somebody made an amazing movie about people with cancer who loved makeup, they couldn't win makeup and hair. Why? Because you're saying everyone in the Would movie wouldn't bald. have hair? Then I guess oh, maybe so they could still win hair because... Cancer. Well, I'm just saying is like there could be a movie that's completely devoid of one or the other that could still win, you know? You know what I mean? Um... If there was no one that was in charge of makeup, then there would be no one to accept that part of the award. Like, no, I'm, I'm saying win. that there could be a movie that had the world's most amazing makeup or the world's most amazing hair, but didn't have the other one. But maybe they would just still nominate it because it's it's almost like an and or situation. Yeah, it's just so. I mean, it's dumb that then the head makeup stylist would accept the award basically because the hair person was so good at their job. We are forgetting though that Locks of Love exists and. Many chemotherapy patients have wigs. Nick, I was just trying to illustrate something. <laughs> she will not be answering follow-up questions about the movie. The The wigs could have sucked, because as you know, sometimes wigs in the movie suck so bad. But that wouldn't have been the makeup stylist's fault. Right. It's and an so interesting will the makeup artist accompany the wig stylist to accept the award? Like, that's what I'm confused about. If it's what? both... Libby, if it's no, both, you are stupid. You're going in so deep on this. If it's one. both awards, if it's combined now, hair and makeup or whatever, it's always been combined. So, but there's obviously a different hair person from the makeup person. So they just, they, they're both nominated, mm-hmm. even if one's fucking sucked. And if yeah, so if but my if makeup, one sucked in theory, then that movie wouldn't be nominated. So you, right. as a hairstylist or head of hair department, are sort of also hoping that the makeup person is doing their job. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like if something wins cinematography, like the gaffer had to be good, but those are way more intertwined, you know? Right. And they're also, the gaffer is, is kind of hearing. Well, the gaffer's underneath the this. Yeah, underneath yeah, this. Yeah, whereas the wig style is, is, is equal to the makeup artist. Yeah, I mean, I could be wrong. I, could, I guess maybe on some films there might be a head of, of both that mm. take takes on that job but certainly on the show i work on there's they're completely separate departments but also don't people sometimes refer to it as hair and makeup we have a head of department hair and a head of department makeup when i was in the academy award nominated film mank (laughs) there were two separate rooms there was and the hair department was in fact completely different from the makeup department if you go to the makeup artists and hairstylists guild their awards are separate like i think I don't know how the voting works, but they have awards for makeup, and then they have awards for hairstyling. Yeah. Weird. I mean, I would hope so, in their little guild. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next category you okay. also have thoughts on, <laughs> for best costume design, we have Cruella, Cyrano, Dune, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. And I'm going to say again, the big top does not count. Okay. But We're that's not, not talking even... about circuses anymore. <laughs> okay. Talk about Cruella. Don't you have thoughts on Cruella? Yeah, I mean, Cruella was a feat of a triumph. So I don't think she was talking to you. 
Well, I have thoughts on Cruella, if anyone is asking. <laughs> Boys can see Cruella too. I know, I know. I mean, there I will be a sequel. Boys can see Cruella too, but only girls can see Cruella. Um, can we do the big, the big ones now? No, costumes is the big one. <laughs> For you. Okay, to so me, say, that's what. Say what it that's means what I, to you. Like people can't. I hate that people don't like those categories because your eyes literally are looking at those things. Your eyes are looking at the costumes and the prod. Like that's. I like those categories. I'm just saying. Can we get to the big ones? The, they're not the big <laughs> ones. They're not. Okay. Um, Jenny Beaven is epic, and she is gonna get. I hope she wins. It would be her third win after mm. Mad Max, which is like the best costumes ever, 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 and um, a room with a view. Mm. Okay. And she was nominated for Sense and Sensibility, but she didn't win. Which I don't know. She can do it all. Period. Not period. Futuristic. Oh, I thought you were saying period as in end of sentence. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, but she's yeah, epic. She... Eleven nominations. That's a lot. Someone's got a girl crush. Well, and she was, like, totally screwed over because Disney licensed out Cruella to all of these fashion designers. Um, I think the big one was Rag and Bone. Was it Rag and... No. What's... Where's your uh, leather jacket from, Nick? All Saints. Maybe it was... I think it was All Saints did um, a Cruella collaboration that I guess in her contract didn't explicitly say that she had to have approval over that. But it's just... She said that never in her entire career had she not been talked to about those sort of things and she didn't even know it was happening until she like walked by a store and saw it wow house mm. of mouse yeah house of mouse is at it again okay so then next we have sound we have belfast dune no time to die the power of the dog and west side story and i think sound is actually the most important part of the movie you think sound's the most important part of a movie yeah so you think silent films might as well not exist not what I said. <laughs> okay, so then the next category I really cared about was original song. We have the one from King Richard that Beyonce worked on. We have Encanto. Is that Bruno? Then, no. Beyonce's that's, first. I don't think they submitted that. Oscar yeah, it's Beyonce's first nomination. Lin Manuel Miranda for a song that's not. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> we have Belfast has a Lin- song that it opens with. We Lynn have no time to die. EGOT and I'm totally here for it. No, I think Billie Eilish and Phineas are expected to win for No Time to Die. I'm just saying one day. Oh, well, yeah. And then we have. Wait, really? A song they're going to. Four Good Days. They're yeah. supposed to win the brother sister duo? From what I've read. I mean, they already won the Grammy for this category. How many which times got them has. To change um, the role. How many times has a Bond song won this award? I mean, definitely didn't Adele. I think Adele. I think Skyfall won. Girl, don't ask me any questions about Adele. (laughs) I think Adele did. (laughs) And then I don't (laughs) think Sam Smith did, but I think a couple of other ones have. No, Sam Smith did because they went up there and they were like, I'm the first gay person to ever win this award, right? Oh, that might have been another music industry award. Golden Globes? Oh, wait, no, you're right. You're right. I blocked that out, but Sam Smith did. Oh, wow. I have an elite memory. But were they correct? Or has a gay person ever? No, they were completely. Ever... They were completely, completely wrong. So, the song that didn't get nominated that you may be missing is "Just Look Up" from "Don't Look Up," which Ariana Grande and Kid Cudi were on. 
And what do they both have in common? They're both currently posted onto Kanye West's Instagram grid. <laughs> I really like the song from King Richard, Be Alive. I listen to it daily. I keep almost. getting King Richard and uh, Macbeth confused because King Richard sounds like... Because <laughs> Macbeth uh, is when he kills a king. Well, it just sounds like Spoilers. a Shakespeare. Yeah. And then next we have Score. Don't look Hans. at Dune. Hans. Dune. Hans. Except. Encanto. Except. Parallel Mothers. Let me read. Let me read the nominations. It's five. Don't Look Up. Dune. Encanto. Parallel Mothers. The Power of the Dog. Okay. So what I think about this is obviously Hans Zimmer should and will win. But I think that the one of the best parts of Don't Look Up was the score. Because Nicholas Bertel ate that up. And it's interesting because... You know, Adam McKay, executive produces Succession, so they have sort of a harmonious relationship. And I hope Hans wins. <laughs> For yeah. Dune. Well, when I was watching Don't Look Up, I was like, wow, the score's really good. And then I was like, oh, I bet it's... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He would have been nominated... I think he would have... I think he would have been nominated for song if they got the original song nomination that they didn't get. Okay, who here <laughs> has thoughts... On the documentaries. Okay, no, we can skip dogs. <laughs> Let's skip the one, Wait, the one interesting yeah. thing is that... <laughs> and shorts. Wait, wait, the one interesting thing is that Flea got nominated for Best Animated Feature Film, Best International Feature Film, and Best Documentary Feature, and it's the first is film Is it about to get... a doggy? No, it's not. <laughs> wait, I thought, is it about Flea the bassist for Red Hot Chili Peppers? You guys are so off. <laughs> <laughs> I, in my head, it's are... about, there's a doggy that has a little flea that lives on it, but okay, that so flea what is, can talk. What is flea about? I'm going to find the official synopsis. Flea is the prequel to Fleabag. Dun, dun, you, do you, you're spelling it wrong in your head, and I need you to understand oh, it's two it's E's and not E's. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Wait, it's Flea as in <laughs> Runaway? Yes. No. Oh, so it's probably about something really sad and dark, right? Is it about, like, refugees? This is what's coming up on Google. On the verge of marriage to his longtime boyfriend, a successful academic in Denmark is confronted with a secret from his past. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, I've seen, like, parts of that. He's Syrian. So no, it's he's international animated... refugee, right? In Denmark. Mm, Afghan refugee. Afghan. But it's animated? Yes. It's um, so it's a rare combo to get those three no qualifications yeah, really and then to even be it's nominated. Kind of like, it's the first um, one. It's a Persepolis. Parlay. It's like Persepolis, where it's like a biography that they show through a cartoon, basically, and it's it's good. It's like and Lin- here it's like I Lizzie was Ma- thinking it was about a doggy. And here it was. <laughs> I was thinking about it was about the vessel for the Black Plague. <laughs> Wait, when you said flea for dog, I still thought you knew that it was spelled with two e's because that didn't totally give it away to me. Good dogs can run away. It was when, yeah, it was when you said flea back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I thought it was like the prefix for flea bag. Okay, I feel like you'd have thoughts on cinematography, but are we just going to acting? No, yeah, no, no. We have thoughts. That's one of the big ones, Katie. That's one of the big ones. Okay, can I say all five nominees? Actually, the only thing I don't care about is uh, unscripted. I actually yeah, I don't care about care. best short animated. I usually care about best short animated, but I didn't see them this year. But usually I do, and they're always about 
a little doggy. With a flea. <laughs> so I hope. I hope. Okay, the best Katie. Them. Tell us okay. about that DP. We have Dune, Nightmare Alley. Wait, the is Power Dune of... Roger Deakins? I can't. No. no. Greg Frazier. Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and Ari Wagner, who shot it, is the second woman to ever be nominated in this category for the Oscars. The Tragedy of Macbeth and West Side Story. It should be Dune. I should think, yeah, it should be Dune. I skipped editing which is silly because editing is hey. actually a very important nomination. If you want to win Best Picture, you ha- like you pretty much have to get an editing nom. You know I have a passion for editing. Yeah, speaking to the the genius who edits this podcast. Yeah, I have okay. a passion for editing. Do you want me to read the nominees? Do you want to guess them? Okay, yeah, let me guess them. There's six? No, five. Okay, it's Dune. Yes. Power of the Dog. Yes. West Side Story. No. Okay. Don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. I swear to God, if you tell me, I'll freak out. Um, I kind of want to see that. <laughs> Coda? Coda? No. Belfast? No. King Richard? Yes. So you've done three. Macbeth? No. No. It's one more that was nominated for Best Picture and one that wasn't, but was almost expected to. House of Gucci? No, Gucci No, because it only had its own... Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, shut up. This is riveting. <laughs> is it really? Is it Nightmare Big Top? No. <laughs> okay, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think it was, but I'm running out of Best Picture. Oh, Drive My Car. No. Okay, Coda. all right. <laughs> I no, she said Coda. Coda. Am I, like, looking at... You're making me doubt the list, but I'm trusting Entertainment Weekly. Just tell us. Yeah, Don't Look Up. And I was just thinking. Tick, Tick, Boom is... Tick, Tick, Boom has some strengths. I'm not so sure that editing is one of them, actually. Although, I don't know. To make... I don't know. There were some decisions made in that movie. I'm, I'm trying to Tick, Tick, Boom. I don't care about I did theater. Watch. I mean, I don't really understand what the qualifications are to win editing, then. If that's what it is. I don't know either, but... It's really hard to win Best Picture if you're not even nominated for editing, except Birdman's an obvious exception because, like, it's not really edited. So if that rule stands, then Dune's going to win Best Picture. Power of the Dog. Oh, Power it, of the Dog. What's the rule? So, so the key there is that, like, Belfast wasn't nominated for editing, or and that's, that. like, not a great sign. Yeah. Not so a great the rule sign. is if you win editing, you normally win Best Picture. No, not even win, but it's just harder to win Best Picture if you don't have a nomination in editing, and a lot of people don't realize that. I don't know the stats, but that's like it's probably not thing. actually harder to win. It's just a correlation thing. It's yes, yes. Likely. In terms of I mean, in terms of predictions, yeah, yeah. It's thinking into I mean. the psyche of these Oscar voters. Right yeah. at this point, once I have nominations, I'm just trying to guess like who will win and seeing yeah. what is actually predicted well because okay. clearly the i think what it is is that people in the academy are voting on editing not based on editing and actually probably just based on what movie they like i don't know i mean didn't like your favorite ford v ferrari <laughs> or they're misinterpreting what editing is or else why would there be a correlation you know yeah, ford i think ford v ferrari won for editing it did yeah so and that you, but that wasn't gonna win best picture was it nominated for Best Picture, though? 
Yes. The logical explanation, if you're thinking with your head on straight, is that uh, you can't be nominated for, you can't win Best Picture without being nominated for editing because editing is such a key component in making a good film. Mm. Yeah. But we, we know that that's not the reason. Right. I don't know enough. I get what you're saying. So there has to be another, there has to be another reason. Yeah. It's like speaking to the storytelling. Yeah. But has a, a Best Picture nominee ever won without being nominated for editing? editing yes it, it has happened it's just more rare but isn't that less of a connection between the editing category and the best picture category and more of a connection between the more nominations you have the more likely it is you will win no it's actually if you have the most nominations it doesn't make you more likely to win i think like five of the past 17 like films that went into the oscars with the most nominations actually won best picture like having the most nominations is not necessarily Mm. predictive it matters what categories you're in and editing is an important one but people typically think of like maybe screenplay or director because those are also important but people don't if you don't pay attention to this like whole predictions business then you don't realize that editing is actually pretty important as a nomination that's my point and i'm actually positing something what are you positing you're actually having thoughts i just told you what i was positing okay it's been okay so what's the next one (laughs) we can do adapted screenplay yes i have i have thoughts okay coda drive my car dune the lost daughter and the power of the dog lost daughter should totally win no i completely disagree you want power of the dog nick i thought the lost daughter like i liked that movie didn't like wasn't crazy about it but i liked it like it was a good movie truly during maggie gyllenhaal wrote it right it's yes. A, yes, but it's basically. I just a novel, want Maggie Gyllenhaal like, to win because she wasn't nominated for Best Director, right? She was. Yes. No, she, she was not. She wasn't. No, she wasn't. Which she I think not. is. A, she kind got of first a time crazy. director, I think, at DGA. I just think that she should win for something for that movie. All I knew going into that was that Olivia was nominated for Best Actress for it. I was actually shocked that he was nominated for Adopted Screenplay because I thought it was fucking horrible. Like the dialogue between those characters was so awkward and weird and unnatural. Wait, for Lost Daughter? Yeah, it was bizarre. Like, it was but the part, structure, easily the worst part of the movie. I thought the structure was good. But I thought the acting yeah. was amazing, and by proxy, like, the directing was amazing, because, like, someone has to direct Olivia to, like, do what she's doing. Like, I'm surprised Maggie didn't get nominated for Best Director. I mean... Like, I thought it was, like, a well-made movie. Like, I thought it was a great movie. I just thought the, the writing was the weakest link, which is crazy, because it's literally nominated. I thought that... I, I didn't notice... I thought that the writing was good. I don't know. What did you think, Katie? Yeah, I thought she did it in an interesting way, and I read an interview she did where she, like, one of the major twists in it, like, the big reveal about Olivia's character's backstory and her raising her kids, like, that was originally revealed at the beginning, and she was really proud of the screenplay she had, and then I think she showed it to a couple people who were like, no, you need to put that later on, and so then she, like, scrapped that screenplay. I mean, yeah, I guess a lot of adapted screen, like, a a lot of that, a lot of what goes into that criteria is, like, not just how, like, how you adapted it like how it's you not just dialogue it, like how yeah. you change it not just like the actual screenplay itself it's that little women effect mm-hmm. i mean i want to die for <laughs> no that's what i think that uh maggie really crafted a film there and it would yeah. be cool for- i think like i don't know i think power of the dog should win I, I i think power of the dog should win everything i think besides <laughs> like certain things that dune should win like i really <laughs> love that movie <laughs> I think Eric Roth, who's one of the co-writers on Dune, also co-wrote A Star is Born, which I'm obsessed with, so he has my support for that. You're... That can't be your reasoning. That can be my reasoning. I like his work. You're a shell for A Star is Born culture. Half my personality is A Star is Born. <laughs> it would be so funny if Randomly Nightmare Alley won. 
and Bradley Cooper got to go up there for producing it, and that'd be funny. Has he won an acting? No. No. And he's been nominated a few times now. American Hustle Mama. Silver Linings, Playbook, Mm -hmm. American Hustle, American Sniper, and A Star is Born, I think. (laughs) That moment when you're a hustler and a sniper. Those were back-to-back, I think. I think that was three years in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, original screenplay. Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and then The Worst Person in the World. Which I have not seen, but I've heard good things I haven't seen either, and when I was hearing the buzz around it, I was like... Oh, before the Oscar thing, just when I was seeing people talk about it on Twitter, I thought for sure it had just come out and was not eligible for Yeah, that's what I thought, too. You got your timelines wrong. I thought it premiered at Sundance this year. No, it wasn't. That wasn't its premiere. It was at, like, Venice or Cannes, wasn't it? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Girl, wasn't it? Ooh, how dare you? Um, wait. So, are Serena and Venus going to be at the Oscars, then? Are we going to get Serena, Venus, and Beyonce all at the Oscars this year? The tricky thing is that I don't know what they're doing with invites. Like, last year it was really uh, tight on invites. So, if it were a normal year, then... Last year was freaky deaky cocktail hour. Right. Okay, supporting actress... Wait, I'm going to mispronounce names. Okay. (laughs) Jessie Buckley for The Lost Daughter. Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. Judi Dench for Belfast. Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog, Anjanou Ellis for King Richard. Okay, so Judy took the spot from her co-star. People thought that the actress who plays the mom was going to get nominated, but then Judy swooped in. The dame. I mean, I love her. It's I think be Kirsten. it should be... It is, but I think it should be Jesse Buckley from Lost Daughter. So I would say the frontrunner is actually Ariana DeBose from West Side Story. Oh, I, that's true. She was sort of the breakout of that. Yes, and people forget that she was the co-host of the like cocktail hour of Oscars coverage from last year, but people like didn't know who she was yet. She had been in the prom, but people were like, okay, who is oh, this? Oh, that movie. And it was her. I ju- yeah, I just listened to an interview with her. Um, I think she's fun. And that's the role that won in the original. Yeah, with Miss Lady. Yeah. What's her name? Is it Rita Moreno? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, because then people think that Rita Moreno would be nominated again. Yeah, she was also, like, on lists this year, but it didn't happen. I mean, she has, like, a sizable enough part. If we're comparing it to Judy Dench in Belfast, like, it would have made sense for Rita to get nominated, but so few spots, you know? I was glad mm-hmm. to see Anjanou Ellis from King Richard get in, because that wasn't necessarily guaranteed. How come Dakota Johnson doesn't get to be in it? I've been really ranting about Dakota Johnson lately because if you think about Lost Daughter... I thought she was I mean, bad. Hopefully, no, I love her. <laughs> hopefully next year. She's already got like... Actually, no. in the fire for next year. What, what I is can't she decide gonna be if she year? was good or bad. Cha-Cha Real Smooth. No talking about no, Cha-Cha Real Smooth on this podcast. Next. Okay, but we're talking about... Well, if you think about Lost Daughter, it's like mainly the people involved. Maggie Gyllenhaal, writer-director, Jesse Buckley, and Olivia Coleman playing the same part at different ages, and then Dakota Johnson. And so three of the four got nominated. And Dakota's the only one left out. True. And I find yeah, that sad because I, mean, I like Dakota. I thought she did well. She's always jarring to me because I'm like, is this kind of supposed to be the way it is? Or is she like a bad actress? <laughs> <laughs> but I thought she was good. In a way. I mean, but then I thought she was bad, too. She's she's interesting to me. Much of the movie is her staring at Olivia Coleman and Olivia Coleman staring at her. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's sort of the spiritual I, sequel to the best movie ever, A Bigger Splash. Because it's Island Gal. I'm not familiar. Not familiar. Oh my gosh, you have to watch A Bigger Splash. It's an adaptation of a French La Pesquine. La Pesquine. Oh. <laughs> You're getting further away from something I might be uh, but it, No, it's got Tilda Swinton in it. Okay, now and Dakota talking. and Dakota Johnson and a hot guy and then definitely another famous guy. Ooh. Okay. And it's uh, sort of twisted. Nick would love it. It's directed oh, it's Luca by Luca Guadagnino. Luca Guadagnino. Wait, that's Suspiria. Yeah, and uh, isn't what that... did you call it? No, I'm not saying Suspiria. Wait, then what? It's called A Bigger Splash, and it's based off of the. It's a adaptation of the French movie La Piscine. La, La Piscine. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Wait, do you do you understand? Is it Luca Guadagnino? Call me by your name. Yes, but he also did Suspiria with Tilda Swinton and Dakota Johnson, and that's why I'm. Yeah, confused. girl, but a bigger splash was like 2015. Okay, didn't make a big enough splash for me to hear about it. It's really amazing. It's like Jack's favorite movie. Wait, who's the fourth guy in it? Can you tell me though? It's a famous person. It's one of those old hot guys. Ray Fiennes? Ralph Fiennes, yeah. Isn't it not Ralph? Or... I don't know. It's Lord Voldemort to me. Okay. Next, we have actor in a supporting role. Kieran Hines from Belfast. Troy Kotzer from Coda, who I would think is the frontrunner. Jesse Plemons from Power of the Dog. J.K. Simmons from Being the Ricardos. And Cody Smith-McPhee from Power of the Dog. Being the Ricardos only got three nominations and they're all acting. It's because it's a dumb shit movie. At least we don't have... To like that. Um, okay. Mr. Mann wrote a good screenplay. That's so funny. He's not nominated for screenplay. I mean, times have changed. But the whole premise uh, yeah, of like... Yeah, but that's sort of his bread and butter. <laughs> but he's trying to branch out. He has an Oscar for writing The Social Network. That's true. Right? Which I have seen. Which is good. Now, did you and watch now... it front to back, Nick? Or have you still only seen like half of it? No. Be honest, L- be honest, Libby, be honest. I've be seen honest. the entire movie. I never, I never paused it. I watched the entire thing in one sitting. What happens at the end? <laughs> He's sitting at his computer waiting for the friend request to be accepted. Another Dakota Johnson movie, actually. Yeah, that's her like film debut or something. We'll do actor. Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos. Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. Mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Did you hear about thing. how he was so method that like Kirsten Dunst couldn't be around him or something? <laughs> Well, yeah. they didn't. They didn't interact on set, anyways, like by choice. Because he was in character. No, because I read that interview. She did not say because he smelled bad. She said because he was a they, smelly, stinky girl. They wanted to create distance to reflect in the movie because in the movie they don't really interact. And he was stinky, stinky, nasty girl. And then the last two nominees: Will Smith for King Richard, who I think is considered the front runner at this point, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. A lot of uh, career guys on that list. Yeah, a lot of big A-listers. Yeah. They've all been nominated before, and a couple have won. Uh, no, no, Mister Sex Guy for Belfast. Is he? The, is he the lead in it? Are you talking about Jamie Dornan? Yeah. No, he was for supporting, and he didn't get nominated. Him and Dakota. I know. I wanted. Oh my god! Yeah. If it had been the Batman year, then we could have had Kristen, Rob, Dakota, Jamie. Yes, it would yeah. have been if all the stars had aligned. Some epic. If literally all the stars, <laughs> they're had just aligned. all kind. Of, they're just all kind of having a moment right now. All those sex crazed little yeah. young kids. Um, have you seen Fifty Shades, Kitty? 
I actually have not. I know you're shocked. I'm surprised. Wow. And tomorrow's actually sort of the Fifty Shades day of the year because they always came out on Valentine's Day. Remember? Yeah. What about the Galentine's Day Fifty Shades? That's blue is the warmest color. Okay. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) And now for a pretty big category. Wait, I think Benny. I think Benny. Benny C should win. Who? Benedict Benny Cumberbatch C. for Power of the Dog. You just watched Power of the Dog and are just like so excited about it. I is know. what I'm getting. I, I like need that to see movie. you once you've settled. He got he gets naked in a he gets naked in a mud and that's like that's that's dedication. He's always sort of just who he is to me, even if he's being British or being not. I usually hate him, so I think it's really really important for us to realize that like me thinking he should win is really big. I think I think Jesse Plemons should win. I'm just. Mm. I'm just a Jesse and Kirsten kind of girl. Yeah, I mean, I would... Well, that's a different category. I know, entirely. I know. I'm just saying, out of, out of that movie, I think Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch actually is is not the the best. I think he's actually think, the fourth best. I think Kristen's yeah. the best. And then it's Benny, and then it's Jesse, and then it's... I think it's Kristen... Cody. Cody, Jesse, Benny. Hmm. Well, Benny had the easiest heart. Benny was dealt the easiest hand. Like, it's easy. I feel like it's the easiest role to be, like, the grumpy I could have done that. I know. Yeah, it's like being Joker. Like, anyone can be the Joker. (laughs) I know. Boys always have it so easy. A lady has to be a lot of things. A lady has to be sweaty and chugging whiskey in the back alley of her ranch house to win an Oscar. Okay. So let's talk about those lovely ladies. For best actress in a leading role, I will just note that none of these are for performances in a best picture nominee. None of we them. Have none of them. We that's have Jessica. Epic that's and insane. Crazy. Yeah. Wait, why is Kristen <laughs> wait, why is Kirsten not for best actress? She is the leading actress of that movie. But it's like relative to within the movie, not She's still like, supporting the somebody. lead. They go by like, okay, is this character leader supporting? And then like, we'll submit accordingly. Okay, I so mean, then there's why category is Cody fraud. Not a lead. You can pick. They can pick what they submit to. So it's strategic, right? In yeah, terms so of she how has they more position of a them. Of winning. Yeah. So if you think like I, I mean, Alicia Vikander for the Danish girl was not no supporting. Danish girl. In, in my <laughs> opinion, that's my, I think that she was an actress in a supportive role not supporting <laughs> hilarious and i think that was category fraud but yeah every year there are some roles that people think should have been submitted differently the best is globy category fraud when like you submit something <laughs> as a as a comedy and it's just not one yeah. yeah musical or comedy um okay wait so here are the actresses in a leading role jessica chastain for the eyes of tammy faye olivia Boo, coleman tomato, tomato. <laughs> no have you seen it have you seen it <laughs> Uh, no, I haven't. She was good in it. Uh, okay. okay. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not voting for her and her big larges in that movie that nobody cares about. Nobody's <laughs> sending you a ballot, sweetie. <laughs> You're not a member. <laughs> you don't get to vote. Okay. Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter. Yes. Okay, Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers. Yes. Didn't Nicole watch. Kidman for being the Ricardos. Boo. No, boo. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> and then Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Yes. <laughs> and notably, not Lady Gaga, which is very sad. We can't talk about that. I think it's so crazy 
am funny that Ridley Scott wasn't nominated for jack shit this year. And I also think that awards don't make sense because the last duel had uh, three and a half great performances by amazing actors. And if we're really being fair, could have been nominated at least for like costumes. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I think I would probably support that. I mean, it's definitely a movie that you would watch and be like, especially once you realize that it's Ridley Scott who directed it, you would think that it would be nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, it's also a question of, like, resources, of, like, what the studios are pushing. Yeah, yeah. I thought that that movie for sure was going to have some sort of something. I agree. Especially especially for uh, hair and makeup, because um, Jodie Comer's in, like, 80 different hairstyles in it. So... For this category, I will say the interesting thing is that people keep talking about Nicole Kidman as the front runner. I actually think people like Olivia Coleman in The Lost Daughter more, and then I really hope Kristen Stewart does it for Spencer, even though she'd be the first person since the SAG Awards, like Screen Actors Guild, have been around. She'd be the first person to miss a nomination from the Screen Actors Guild and still be able to win lead. Why lead don't actor. you think she was nominated for the SAG Award? You think it's because of who she is? Or do you think it's because of what that movie was? Because I don't think it's about the performance. I think it's a really stacked year. Like, there are probably, like, ten performances that could have made it into this category, and people wouldn't have been shocked by them. Like, Rachel Zegler from West Side Story was left off. What do you think Pablo Lorraine has to do to get um, a movie in the Oscars, other than for actress? I don't know, but it's so annoying to me because I really wanted Jackie and it only got Natalie Portman and score. And I think it deserved so much more. Well, I think I would love Kristen to win because that would be amazing. And she hasn't gotten one or a nom yet, though I actually do think, but I think Olivia Coleman does deserve it. Do you think that Kristen, do you think that Kristen was uh, the bottom of that category in voting? It's so hard to say. I mean, in terms of like what people were predicting, Nicole Kidman was like confidently gonna get in and Olivia Coleman was confidently gonna get in. So. In that sense, like, maybe Kristen was lower, but if you look at, like, critics groups, I think Kristen Stewart actually had the most wins, and then behind her was Alana Haim. So, And where is she? She's nowhere to be found. She's nowhere to be found. Rachel Zegler from West Side Story is nowhere to be found. Um, Jennifer Hudson for Respect is nowhere to be found. At least Bradley Cooper didn't get in for Licorice Pizza. He was possibly going to get in for lead for Nightmare Alley, and then for supporting for Licorice Pizza, which is crazy. And then what happened? It just didn't happen. He didn't. Yeah, but like people were saying that he was kind of on the bubble for three nominations, like lead, supporting, and acting, and then also best picture, which he did get for Nightmare Alley. So we'll see who wins. Now we're in the phase (laughs) where like people start actually naming winners. Also, none of the, I don't think any of the women in lead actress were nominated for BAFTA, but BAFTA's like, their voting process has changed and it's kind of messy. So it doesn't really predict anything anymore. Okay, next is best director. We have Belfast, Drive My Car. This category is so fucked up. Licorice <laughs> Pizza, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Okay, so it should be Power of the Dog. It probably will be. This is the first time a woman has ever been nominated twice. Honey, for Best I know. I read that stat too. I mean, Denis didn't get in for Dune, which is crazy. Denis, think... And did Denis get nominated for Arrival either? He did get he nominated did. for Arrival. But Amy Adams got snubbed. Correct. I loved Arrival. I think it's crazy that Denise didn't get in 
when that movie rocks my socks off. <laughs> yeah. I think if you look at the past And Maggie, have... Maggie Gilly, Maggie Gyllenhaal, and also I, I know, she should, be nom- she should be nominated. No film that's gotten, like, all of the Crafts nominations that Dune got has ever not gotten a director nomination. So why like, do they hate him? They hate... They, I, I swear, like, it's politics. Like, they have something... He doesn't... He did something they don't like. French. The biggest crime one can be is French. Is he French or he's Belgian? Ooh la la! He's the best director ever. He's actually, in fact, he's Canadian. <laughs> he's he's Quebecois. Quebecois. <laughs> he's from Bicancourt, Quebec. Here. He could fucking drive. He could drive to Katie's house. (laughs) No, that I love a Canadian with vision, Drake. I know. We have one more category left. I'm gonna pause for reactions. Belfast. (gasps) Coda. (laughs) I like that one. I love Coda. Don't look up. Drive my car. Drive my car would take Nick months to watch. Being is it four hours long? Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza. Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Uh, Power of the Dog, obviously. Yeah, it's, I mean, Power of the Dog is definitely a front runner. People thought Belfast was also up there, but it missed a couple nominations. It's also tricky because the way they vote is weird. Katie, what's your best picture of the year? It doesn't even have to be nominated. House of Gucci. I loved House of Gucci so much. Um, I mean, Coda, like, I really liked Mine is Dune, and second is Cruella. <laughs> I love Cruella. I really wish that it was on lists. I actually liked Power of the Dog. Like, I'm okay with Power of the Dog winning. They're just... Power of the Dog is film is capital F filmmaking to me. Yeah, exactly. I love Power of the Dog. Oh my god, girlfriend, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what else? What, if, if that wasn't on the table, what would you put? Because you, technically, if you're filling out the ballot, you have to rank them all one to ten. Oh, like it's something that's not currently, that's not actually nominated? Sure. Well, you know I think Teton is the best movie of the year. But Katie can't yeah. watch that. And Katie can't I, watch that. So I guess, Katie, you can never I, be a member of the Academy because you can't watch stomach-churning movies. So that was the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, that was the Oscars. What a successful rundown. I know. Thank God Katie was here. Thank you for having me. Well, we're not done yet, sweets. Uh, we haven't talked about our events yet. Okay, let's talk about our events. Enough champagne to fill denial. And enough champagne <laughs> to fill denial. Katie, are you mad when I make fun of that because you like gal? No, because I think that line is so funny. It's when you do the personal attacks that I'm like, can we not? I don't make personal attacks on gal. I, I like gal. I like Gal and I support Gal. Wait, no, like, I don't care about Gal. <laughs> you usually call her stupid. I don't call Gal stupid. That's what I don't mean. That's, that's what I'm like, okay, can we just No, I think, okay, I think Okay, so Gal... she's not stupid, but she's one of the world's worst actresses. How about that? I don't dislike her acting. I would go so far as to say I enjoy it sometimes. And enough champagne to fill the Nile. What? Actually, Wonder Woman's fine <laughs> to me. I think she's fun. What was the one she did with Isla Fisher? I don't know, but you know that Isla Fisher is my favorite actress of all Someone said, though, that Gal can only play aliens, so Wonder Woman, <laughs> or a boat stewardess, definitely not. Wait, I loved Red Notice. I genuinely well, loved she's Red like, Notice. Well, I think she's, like, canonically really bad in that. I, that's what I've heard. Red no, Notice was so bad. No, I loved Holy it. I thought it was so shit. enjoyable. Oh, my God, I had to turn it off. Oh my. But I like Death on the Nile. I'm ex- First of all, I'm going to watch it. 
in oh, theaters. I'm watch it. Yes. 100%. And I like that. And that's some It's on it's a boat. <laughs> I like that it's a boat and there's megafauna. There's crocodiles. There's elephants. And that's a hey. Um, no, I like Gal Gadot. My mom hates her. My mom supports Kuwait's censorship of her movie. Enough champagne. To fill the nile. Okay, well, that's our show. Um, thank you, Katie, for being here. Everybody follow us on Spotify. Bye.